Just say, do you want to hop in, man? You got it. Extends to you too, Rudolf. If you are so inclined. I assume. What is up, everybody? And welcome to the Winner's Lounge. Oh, and how sweet it is. The Winner's Lounge. A sweet Winner's Lounge. A funky Winner's Lounge. Very funky. Dude, this is the funkiest of all Winner's Lounges. This Nuggets team rules, you guys. They're incredible. This Nuggets team is so freaking fun to, to root for and to cheer for. Like, regardless of what happens with this season, they're just like... They're always at their best. Four years ago, needed to win every game down the stretch, like seven in a row. They do it. Take all the way to overtime in game 82. Last year, get off on the wrong foot against, or, or two years ago, get off on the wrong foot multiple times in the playoffs, rally back. And then, of course, last year, 3-1, come, uh, 3-1 deficits, and they come back. Now, 9-1 and one without Jamal Murray. It's absolutely insane. I just... Ran. I just did the math, and there's, there's no way that's true. Okay. There is no way it's true. We, like, first off, Jamal Murray is, as we saw in the bubble, the reincarnation of Michael Jordan. <laughs> uh, I don't even, who else? Like, Oscar Roberts. I mean, he's the greatest player that ever played somehow. <laughs> During that bubble, he had sort of a slow start to the year, but he was really picking it up. When he went down, I mean, you saw, I, I almost quit. Yeah. I was like, I'm just going to leave you guys. I, 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 we're going to, guys, this is going to be a total hype cast. Saturday night, you guys thought a Saturday night was going well. The weather here in Colorado is fantastic. Everybody's feeling good about things. It, 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 it went even higher. Holy we were on smokes. 10, and we went to 11. Holy smokes. We dude. went all the way to 11. But first, of course, guys, we're presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Use promo code DNVR. I got Eric Weedham. I've also got Superstar Dev. Hey, guys. Um, I I knew it was going to be a good day when I got my thighs out. <laughs> my thighs were out tonight. Dude, when I, when I, saw I thought it was going to be a bad day when I saw your thighs what out, for being honest. No, I, I, I knew it. I knew it. Me too. You, you knew it. I knew it. As soon as I, I, I saw walked him. in, I seen RK. He said, nice thighs, Dan. He like screams it out. I was like, oh, yeah, it's about to be a day. It's going to be a day. Yeah, yeah. I knew it was going to be a good day when I covered mine for all of your. Uh, <laughs> How are you guys feeling? Immaculate. Dude. That is a good feeling. That was. That was the most important win, and that was like the the win. That was the signature moment for the Nuggets. Nuggets move up to the three seed now, and it's funny, man. What's that? <laughs> so funny. You know what? I mean, a playoff series, whatever. I don't even want to talk about. It. I don't even want to worry about it right now because, you know, all we have to know. I was thinking about this as we watched the Nuggets get a ten point lead, keep pouring it on, even down the stretch, coming up more and more clutch. I was thinking about, you know, Denver, I believe, is in Utah's head. And even though Utah now, if they can get fully healthy before the playoffs, which at this point is kind of an if for Utah, but even if they can, they have to look at it and say, roster-wise, we should be better than Denver, but I don't want Denver because they're in our head. They have this. I wonder if there's something like that going on with the Clippers right now. I'll tell you what. I talk to Clippers fans. I talk to Clippers writers, and they feel that way, but that's not players. I wonder, losing on your own home court, Almost fully healthy. Ibaka's still out, but almost fully healthy. If you have a little bit of a, I don't know, man, that there's something about that team that brings out the worst in all of us. I'm telling you, they, they're, I mean, this is now, after the first um, game that they played in the season where the Clippers just absolutely mopped the floor with the Nuggets, and we were like, oh, okay, maybe the bubble was a fluke. Like, no, the, the Nuggets just have the Clippers number. Like, it's, it's I, I, I don't fear them the way that I feel like I should just looking at their roster on paper like when Kawhi Leonard and Paul George gerrymandered the league and forced their way to Los, <laughs> to Los Angeles I, I was like alright I mean it's the same way I feel about the Nets this season but right. it just felt like unfair and um, it turns out like all they did was just burn their future down for a present that's going to take them nowhere I love it the best, th- the best think that they're in their heads I definitely think that they're in their heads and when, when, you, when you look at it, there are some teams that are trying to avoid the Clippers. The same way that like we're talking about the Nuggets should be avoiding the Lakers and most teams should avoid the Lakers. There are some teams that don't want to play the Clippers. I feel like the Nuggets welcome that. They, yeah. They're like, if they're there, we we're feel fine about that. And, and that's crazy because when you look on paper, the Clippers have it all. Like They really do have a complete team and, and they have superstars in this league, but you do not fear that with the Nuggets. You you do not feel that at all. Two one against the Clippers. Two one Denver. 
Yep. Yeah. This. This. The, and Denver, by the way, takes over the three seed now. It's funny because the Lakers fall to the six seed. Well, I mean, we talked about that. Bringing whatever. <laughs> There's still things are going to bounce around. Lakers we're, might we're fall. Eight D chess at this point. We're so it's so many. Yeah. So <laughs> dimensional. D's, <laughs> so dimensional chess. But let's talk about Nikola Jokic, guys. Let's go right. Let's go right to the top. That third quarter. He just sunned him. I mean, he just sunned him. They. And, and it's funny because DeMarcus Cousins came in and I thought made an impact on this game, but that was a breaking case of emergency, break glass in case of emergency decision. Yeah, they had a plan to come in. We're gonna let Zubats go one on one. They had a plan, but if that doesn't work, we're gonna double. They none of those plans worked, so they okay. ended up going to the let's go to the DeMarcus Cousins. Like let's see if this makes. And even then, it was like they'll figure that out over time. But um, Jokic, I'm telling you, I put this out there and it was spicy. I'm not sure if I fully believe it even, <laughs> but I put it out anyway nonetheless. <laughs> The Nuggets still have the best player in almost any series, including against the Los Angeles Clippers. I mean, he's MVP. What's spicy about that? He's the MVP of the he's league. He's the MVP. That's your spice? He's well, I mean, look, man. I mean, Kawhi Leonard's only two years removed from winning a finals MVP. But he wasn't the MVP of the whole league. Yeah. The entire year. Yeah. That did it every single night. That's the difference it's tough with to Jokic. do it every night. No one's ever done it like that. That has to be like a, a new record in itself. Not only are you the MVP, you played every single night yep. and did it in a different level. This was a nationally televised game I know. against a team that supposedly is like really, really good. Jokic <laughs> said, I don't think so. You guys might think that. I don't. I love we, when Dev gets dismissive. It's my favorite. Because I just I just don't understand what others don't see. That That's what it is. It's, it's, that's so true. I, this is how I always put my Jokic experiences. I'm like... People thought I was crazy four years ago, five years ago, whatever it was. But I'm like, I don't know, guys. I watch him, and he kicks everyone's ass. And people are like, you don't know. You were just being a homer. Uh, if he was better, he would have been drafted higher, whatever. Now now he's the MVP, and people are like, I don't know, man. I'm like, I'm sorry. I watched him beat the Clippers last year. Dominant Game 7 performance. Dominant all through the series, but dominant Game 7 performance. I watched him tonight missing his three best ball handlers, like pick-and-roll partners. Still gets it done in the clutch. I just I feel like I'm crazy sometimes when I Me watch too, this man. guy playing. I do too, and no one else understands it. And then you go and you see the well, professionals dude. and these analysts that have the same ideas. Like dude, they're it, trying to dismiss him as the MVP, and it's like, what are you watching? They're not. They're that's, not. The yeah, that's the point. That's the point. That's the point. I mean, that truly, there's no other. There's, there's no other conclusion you can come to. Like, because when you watch him, you're like, oh my god! Like I've never seen a basketball player move this way. Play that way, be that accurate, be that in control of the, on the floor. What's uh, Blaze did? Blaze oh, yeah. ordered nachos. Uh, yeah. Anybody out there? Nachos are here. If you <laughs> but guys also, pick it's, <laughs> it's not. It's not as if you're only a homer making that decision. When we watch Steph Curry go wild, yes, we're in awe. We say, "Wow, Steph Curry is a great player." Dude, when I have, you see, I have no I say, problem. I even say this about Joel Embiid, and everybody yeah, gets mad exactly. at me, but I say it like I see greatness in so all these guys. It's not that you're not seeing the greatness from other people because you're a homer. It's like they just have on. They don't watch it. They dude. can't see. They, they have on blinders with the guy that has been doing it the best the entire season, and that's wild to me. That's okay. why I get dismissive. It's frustrating, and it's so and it's so consistent. But tonight, I mean, and, and it's not just tonight. People have to know you. Look at just the record, and you're like, oh, they lost everybody. They can't do this. And look, it's still going to be an uphill climb. We saw in the clutch Denver having to figure out what is our identity now, and that's going to be a remain a process for them. As, as they close out the season. But the fact, 9-1 now, post-Murray. Tonight you win. You hold the Clippers, who had Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, to 104 points. And it wasn't like they had an off-night oh, shooting. Dude. They shot 41% from the three-point line as a team. The Clippers made shots from behind the arc. Yep. They had their big guns on offense. And they still got held to 104 points against a team that everybody thought was bad defensively and couldn't get it done. We are not surprised by any of this, but it's just amazing the different ways that Denver is finding to be able to get these dubs. It's you know what it is. It's just um, they're not reliant on like super transcendent performances from anybody but Jokic. But Jokic, like his transcendent performances, aren't just like he needs to catch fire one night. Right, you right. Know, it's like he. It just allows him to play the other team like a fiddle like they just you know the the game starts off we see this play out over and over and over like starts off slow teams are doubling him it, it seems like he's kind of frustrated and then he just systematically dismantles them as the game goes on he finds you know like he'll do 18 you know pump fakes from behind the three 
uh, at the beginning where we're like, is he ever actually going to shoot it? And then he starts to. He starts to rain them down. Then he makes a few. Then Zubots runs at him. Then he just jukes him, runs in, just throws a thunderous dunk down. Same thing runs. Same thing goes down the lane. People all converge on him. And then he just finds Faku way open in the corner, drains it. It's like... It, it, it's not. It's it, it's repeatable because it's like not based on you know catching fire. The skill level is undeniable. Whoa, Gordon, dude. The skill level, Gordon, hop in. Dude, we got, homie, we got a man. bunch of super chats. We got a bunch of super people chats. are feeling it. Super producer Kelly, maybe, I know he's got a lock I'm on. I'm not it. sure. Maybe they, maybe somebody actually did order nachos in the chat. Maybe somebody <laughs> on the chat is that for nachos? Or is that, you know, I could use some nachos if you guys want to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, let me catch up on him a little bit later. I want to keep this rolling and I want to keep yeah. this going on Jokic here because I just think it's important. But you know, the. The different ways, the skill level is undeniable. The different ways he could beat you, to your point, the pick your poison, oh, all of a sudden we're going to double. That blind pass he threw to Faku, it wasn't blind. He just reads it. Like, yeah. whatever you're going to do, he's going to read it. But here's the thing that I think goes most underappreciated, and it actually should factor in the MVP vote, and it's why the games played do matter, and it's why all of these intangible things do matter. The Nuggets culture is incredible. It's so good. The Nuggets culture is incredible. These guys are fighting for each other. This is why everybody says they have a next man up mentality, right? Every team. But the truth is they don't. A lot of teams lose a guy and it's over. And it's like, all right, we're so. You, you saw when, uh, uh, oh, uh, what is his name? Gilbert Arenas was re uh, recorded, like, openly taunting his teammates, right, wanting them right, to fail. Because right, right, right. he, he wanted to be the next man up. That's an extreme example on the other. I'm <laughs> other just saying, the like, that's, but, but that's, I, a, that's an NBA But culture. when people ask, like, why are, how are the Nuggets still doing, is it just Jokic carrying them? And, I like, my honest answer is no. He's great, and you, anybody you put alongside him is going to be 20% better than what they actually are. But he alone can't beat the Clippers. The culture you build yep. creates an opportunity for a Shaq Harrison who's been around the league to find a home for P.J. Dozier, who's been around the league, to find a home for Facundo Campasso to come in and not be great early on, not but great. to find a home and and to work out. And these guys, and to me, dude, Faku is that casa. You do factor those things in, in my opinion, into the team dynamic. Everybody talked about Jordan and how he pushed teammates with his bullying, right? Like, like he was so tough. But they, that's a credit to him. Yeah, it's a credit to Jokic. I wonder if in in this game and also that point brings me to the fact of when Jokic wins this MVP, is that like going to be a transcendent trend going throughout the league? Because mm. usually whenever something happens, you try to adapt to that to try to build it around. When you look at that Clippers team, they have the superstar in Kawhi. They have a really all-star in Paul George, and they're still not able to figure it out against a guy like this. But when you look at a guy like this in Jokic, He's doing it with less, but it's because he is an, a selfless leader. He's getting everyone involved, and then he has his moments. So I'm, I wonder if the league is going to try to adjust to that, where they're surrounding their superstars with, first off, just passing it and getting everyone else involved. Then just like putting everything above themselves. And then also guys that enjoy playing around him. I feel like all of those guys would run through a wall for Jokic. I really wow. do. And he's he's not a leader in the same way as the Michael Michael Jordans not at and all. all of these other no. type of guys. Like at all. Not not even he, remotely close. We, we we listened to Austin Rivers and that was like a a look on the other side of Jokic is not gonna just set up the time where I'm gonna go shoot on the main court. He's like, okay, I'm out here. Other people are working. I'm okay with that. Let me go shoot over here. That's different than anybody else in yeah, the league, dude. especially a superstar, and that's what Jokic is. The, I mean, I, I, I was tickled so deeply when uh, Sixers Twitter was making fun of Jokic being, like, not campaigning for himself as the MVP, and they were saying, like, why is that good? And they like, just fundamentally could not understand humility as an, right, as an yeah. asset like as a philadelphia of course <laughs> yeah, not yeah they just like fundamentally could not understand and there's just something so beautiful and so it's just like you want to rally behind this guy because it's like not only is he an amazing basketball player like he's an amazing human he's being. your top human dude he's my number one human and i have parents <laughs> i have friends i like I, i'm sure the you have co-workers that we yeah. thought would maybe be I mean, tough, but tough. Just like, i've met a lot of people in like all right devs you know what? It's still Jokic, dude. There's oh, what the? <laughs> I thought you had. We had a moment. <laughs> we did have a moment. I got, got every, it to Jokic. I got everything you're I needed good, out of that no moment. You're, you're I mean, good. I understand it. But, you know, we talk a lot about, like, you know, the leadership. Like, you know, this is one area where he could really grow. And I do think there's truth to this. Like, Jokic has been improving, steadily improving his leadership over the years. But I think a part of leadership that gets overlooked is the culture that you built. Whether you're actually given the win one for the Gipper speech or whether you're actually pushing guys in practice, whatever, if you built a culture 
Whereas Austin Rivers so eloquently put it the other night in his post game, where he said, "You could come in and be shooting on the court or the hoop, and he would go to the little side hoop and just get his whole workout in on the side hoop." Which I know people maybe some people are like, "Does that not happen all the time?" No, (laughs) people don't understand that there is a real class system. I might even call it a cast system that happens on NBA teams where it's like LeBron's here, he gets his seat on the plane. He also gets his friend also gets the second seat on the plane, and then the (laughs) second star. Kyrie now, he gets his seat. And by the time you get down to Verizhou, it's like, hey, bro, you're going to have to be in the the (laughs) cargo. We got you a bus uh, ticket. Yeah, we got you a bus ticket. See you in Milwaukee. So a story about Jokic coming in and and maybe seeing Austin Rivers working out and be like, don't worry, bro, I'll go shoot on the little hoop over here. That is so rare, and it's such a great – the reason I liked it, it was such a great micro example of a larger thing. Yeah, that's not a little thing. Of that's course. a little thing that's indicative of the whole. Well, and it's it that is not coming from us who are just, you know, infatuated I with would all say this about me if it wasn't true. Yeah, but the <laughs> fact that it came from Austin Rivers who right. has now played for multiple teams and has played with multiple MVPs and has himself like dealt with ego issues and has seen I mean, he saw all these clippers, like yeah. the wide gamut of just NBA personalities and for him to understand coming in right off the bat like to call out that micro moment and just everything snaps into focus for a guy like that like oh wow like basketball can actually be a thing that we are playing for one another rather than the top guys just needing to get their numbers and their shots off and everybody else can sort of eat around the edges um it's special and it you know and now the results are we're seeing the dividends do you know why i love that that austin rivers interview the most is because he was very vulnerable and honest totally wise, dude. about a thing that actually could have came back and hurt him. His dad was the coach on <laughs> most of his teams. Yeah. So That's true. like being in like a, a middle school or a high school and saying, this school sucks. I hate how it's ran. And, <laughs> and your, your mom the is the principal. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It just does not make sense. But he was really honest like with, with, with everyone. Like it's different here. They're run run the right way. Everything is, is, is different about this situation. And I enjoy being here. And I've I've played for my dad. That's just crazy, to <laughs> dude. Me. The, well, just him saying that it feels like a family here. We laughed about that heartily. It feels like a family here when he literally played for his father. He literally <laughs> he played, played for, for his actual family, and didn't, uh, it didn't feel like a family then. But but I'm just. Uh, this is the thing about Jokic that makes me so confident going forward for the Nuggets. And as long as he's in Denver, which we hope is for the entire of his career, and I kind of expect it to be, to be honest. But you Jokic, know, knock on wood. Jokic. Don't leave. Don't ever leave us. Don't ever leave us. Career drags. Like, he's here for, like, 20 years. 20 (laughs) years, man. I would take, like, seven bad years where he was, like, way too old. And we're like, you know what? We gave him another max. We just, we're, (laughs) whatever. What are we supposed to do? He's the top human. Top human. We're going to keep him. He can't even walk anymore. You trade the top human, dude. (laughs) But, um, you know, this is why I'm so confident is that culture isn't going anywhere. Nope. He is the culture, dude. He is the culture. And that's what I'm saying. And again, I'm not trying to just credit him. But it, it, it's an all-encompassing thing that, that – and you even talk about chemistry. I always go back to that 2014 Spurs team, and they were great in 2012. They get beat uh, – they were great in 2011, actually. They get beat by a very hot Kevin Durant in, in the conference semis or conference finals. They were great in 2012, 2013. They should have won one. Get this close. 2014, the chemistry was so unmatched. And I feel like the Nuggets are kind of in that zone where they've been together now so long, and that culture has well, it, it concretized so much over the time yeah. that they've they've like really become this group, and, and it's just not going anywhere. Jokic, yeah. top human. He's the top human. Well, it's funny you say like the team has been together for so long. It's like, kind of. There's like five new players that have just been brought in. Like, I mean, I'm just saying the the core right. of what it is. And, but the core is Nikola Jokic. But the culture yeah. has been there. Because it is Nikola Jokic, is, he is the alpha, he is the omega, he is the culture, he's my friend, and will soon be my roommate. His roots <laughs> in this organization are just so deep that the new pieces can now come totally. and like... They they you, I mean they, they gain nutrients from his roots. When you have a terrible a franchise, the first thing they do is they say that you have no identity, and that's always the case. It's like we don't know what shot is the right shot in the right moment, and this team has the most concretized. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I know the right shot for this exact moment. What's that, Rudo? It might be some Uber. It might be some. <laughs> 
<laughs> R- 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 Rudo is, uh, is taunting us with alcohol. Right. Yeah, speaking, oh, we, we, we do have some super chat. Let's get to some super chat. Do you have the headset on? Speaking, Hell yeah. yeah. Speaking of the MVP, do we want to hit King of the Game real quick? King it up. King oh. of the Game. We also have a new King of the Game feature here that I can't wait to show oh, you. Look boy. at this. 30 points. King of the 14 game, rebounds dude. we didn't even talk about. And there was a rebound, by the way, in that fourth quarter that he like came across oh, the lane. Yeah, to, you I know, know exactly the one I'm talking about. And it was with two guys on him, too. He grabbed it and pushed it out. He just knows when he's needed and where he's needed. 30-14 and 7. At what point do we change this to king of the world? It's really <laughs> true. King of, king of the globe. All Only right. Uh, do we have, can you it. show him the new king of the game? Do you have it all queued up? I, I don't. Oh. We have a permanent a permanent king of the game that we are. I have never seen. I don't know what you're talking oh, about. Boy. What do you mean? I thought you had it. I thought I saw it on the screen earlier. Well, this, fo- this you lost co- the little crown. Oh, I'm so sad. Oh, we'll this figure is- it out later. All right, can we read the the? There's nothing short of anticlimactic. Let's read some <laughs> of these right, super chats. Chat. I know we're getting a lot of cool ones. From Chris Picaro, cheers to MVP MPJ and the most fun team in the league. Good vibes, the funk, and Dev's thighs. Oh man, all of it. Dev's thighs just <laughs> completed the parlay. That's hate, what I'm talking about. It, bother, it bothers me that your thigh is rightfully getting the love that it deserves. I just know my my thigh would get no love. We get no Look, love at all. For, there's ankles around here. There's thighs. No, my you ankles, just got to find the body part they really want. Well, well, I'm, I'm part. sort of in a, like a. I mean, I'm I'm sort of like maybe it's nipples. Oh, this is, uh, let this me know, is Chad, you guys in a nipple something? <laughs> They're like, no, it's not nipples. <laughs> this uh, is from Gordon. our boy Gordon. Hey, Clippers, that wasn't a collapse on your part. That was in A star star whipping on our part. Keep that L in L.A. Let's oh, go, I love Gordon. It. Take that L Take on the way L out, baby. Way out. What else we got? 1099 pounds from I don't know how to pronounce your name. But oh, thank wait, you very I can much. read it here. Hold on a second. I can't see that far, though. That's my problem. So then you can't read it. This thing is... Pantosh? I can't see it. Look. I, I can't read it. Look. This is... Uh, Nemanja Pantosh, I believe. Was P- that worth Penta- Pental or Pentai. <laughs> what? That's pretty close. Quick shout Nemanja, out. Was Nemanja. I got Nemanja right. Quick shout out to Ben Marsh, who has been lurking the entire season, but has stayed in the background. Uh, first yeah, time ben. commenting with a super chat. Thank you so Yo, much, Ben. thanks, Ben. Dude, Ben... That's why I love to see that, man. I love it. Welcome to the All family, All the lurkers, man. come yeah. to the bar. Let, why lurk when we can uh, be high five? What else we got? Any other ones? From Ryan Kelly, Joker is amazing. In the last 20 years, can you name a center who's carried a team like this? There's two super chats like this, pretty it's much. It's interesting because, you know, Akeem is the one that uh, – Tim Duncan, and, and I know Tim Duncan was only a part-time center, but, like, he's a guy that to but me kind of had lover, that. Yeah. Um, you know, past that – Past that, Akeem, because you think about Shaq, Shaq had Penny, Shaq had Wade, Shaq had Kobe. Like, Shaq had guys all always. And Shaq, as dominant as he was, he was more dominant than Jokic in, in many ways. Obviously, Hall of Famer, top 10 player all time, in my opinion. But he was more of a, like, it, it wasn't like a doing all type type of stuff right. the way that, that Jokic does. Right, right. That's why Jokic is so unique. I'm not trying, I don't like that that's, that shouldn't be a measure of value. Some guys are just great at scoring, and that's, like, good enough. But. So I'm not, that, I'm not saying this is a yeah, comparing them. But the fact that Jokic is ball dominant, starts off every possession at the top of the key, may go post up, may go float out. Like, Hakeem was a post up player. Like, he was he required somebody else to get him to the ball. Like, that's that's the difference. Is that but Jokic, the era was a little different, it, too. I totally, but but uh, that's not dismissing Hakeem yeah. Elijah. It's just, like, the level uh, to which Jokic is involved in everything that the Nuggets do on offense is unprecedented, I think. Yoke Yo- reminds me more of an Akeem, you know, than, than a lot of guys. But um, one last super chat. Okay. Uh, obviously, keeping both would be amazing, but if you had to pick between MPJ or Murray, who would it be right now? Uh, why are you Not doing yet, that? Uh, why are you giving us a Sophie's choice? Right, right now, <laughs> right now, I would take MPJ because Murray's hurt. Yeah. Murray's injured. Yeah, that's a great point. I would take I the guy that's not on like that answer, actually. <laughs> Murray would be pretty good, but he's only got the one leg, so yeah. I got to go with MPJ. It's kind of hard in the league. They're fast, man. They're fast. <laughs> hey, They're man. pretty fast in that league. Like, you want to ask which one of my children I would you know, I would yeah, say? We can do that, too. I, I know which one you like more. Get out of here. Did we shout out Gordon? Let's take – oh, we shouted out Gordon. Let's take a quick break here, guys, and we're going to get back on track on the other side. But first, got to tell you about Manscaped. Let's go. You guys Manscaping out there? Woo, I know that you are. You see these thighs Yeah, out. check out those thighs. Hey, Rudo, do you want to come Manscaped? <laughs> want to come do the Manscaped? You can do a guest read here. Please. Come on. You guys Rudo. don't know. Rudo is – he is both our uh, – one of our – Oh, oh the never, but maybe. Never mind. Then he can't do it. All right, guys. 
Um, Manscaped, you guys know about it. They've got the Lawnmower 3.0. Great for your nether regions. Yeah, the nethers. The below the, the, below the waist <laughs> men's grooming. But they've also, they're not just that, guys. We like to laugh and have a good time. They got nose trimmers. They've got boxers. They've got lotions. They've got oils. They've got, oh, they've got so many different things. They've got, they've got, a, they've got a full toolkit. So if you're looking around. Yeah, yeah, definitely keep them separate. Don't confuse the nose trimmer and the ball trimmer. That would be a... Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's, that's, that's funny. So, you guys check everything they got. And right now, manscaped.com, you can use promo code DNVR. You get 20% off. You also Not get free shipping. Deal. It's a fantastic deal. Buy it for yourself or for the friend in your life who you feel... Whose thighs maybe aren't what they should be. Look at these thighs. Dev, on the, on the one hand. Like, if you, if you're, if you know someone that is living a sub-dev thigh life... Get him manscaped. Get him right up there. Also, going to tell you about Gabby Insurance. Oh, I see what we're doing here. <laughs> Gabby Insurance. What does it stand for? Get, Get a, a better, better insurance. insurance. This is what's cool. We're not even selling you guys on any specific thing. We're selling you on. Go to Gabby. Yeah, we're just selling you on Gabby G A B A I dot com slash DNVR. Ask you a few basic questions about your policy. How much you paying for your car insurance? How much you paying for your home insurance? Well, you know that kind of stuff. And then they'll just tell you this is what you save. And guess what? It oh. doesn't matter if you have nationwide travelers, progressive. Gabby's probably, I'm not going to guarantee it, probably going to beat beat it and probably buy quite a bit. Yeah, um, I, I know that you're looking at me because I myself found that I was paying uh, quite a bit too much money for my insurance. But you know what? Gabby wasn't pushy about it. They didn't make me feel bad. All of you made me feel bad about it later. But Gabby was my homie. Just let me know. Give me the facts. Straight facts, homie. There's no obligation when you go there again. Gabby, G-A-B-I dot com slash DNVR. Um, we got to talk about Michael Porter tonight because, again, he's he's quickly become the second you know, leg of this team. And tonight he had some bangers, man. We bet the two and a half three-pointers. Comfortably won that one. Got four three-pointers. Thanks, Deb. Oh wait, was that you? Was that you? Yes, that was I'd me. Take that back. <laughs> oh, you here. actually, you actually eschewed my bet. My luck. You went to Dev. No, no, hold on, no, no. I just gave you your credit. Don't, <laughs> don't, no, no, no. What no. a bad friend you are, because he wait, did. Wait, wait. He totally just like could have taken credit for that, but he didn't. Well, I was meant, meaning to shame you. I, Dev was just catching strays. I'm sorry. Dev. I have tragic news for you, gentlemen. Oh uh, no! It is a Saturday night, and the first shots have been bought. Oh, oh hell yeah! Oh. I'm ready for it, man. Oso Blanco. <laughs> Oso Blanco. I'm, I'm so excited for some Rakia. Hey, get the good Rakia. The Genelec, I think. The good also, yeah, yeah. also, which one's the good Rakia? The good one is the one over oh, there. Okay. It's actually pretty yeah. fantastic. While they're queuing those up for us, though, guys, let's get this. Let's get to Michael Porter. He goes 10 of 16 tonight. We yeah. talked coming into this game. He's going to get locked up. They're going to put guys on him that are going to really test him. It wasn't easy. He gets 25 points, and he had to work for him. But if you look at the box score, 10 of 16, 4 of 7 from the three-point line. He's on I'm going to go ahead and declare something. Oh, boy. I'm going to declare something that I think is very important. Oh, and, and, and it even goes back a little bit to what Austin Rivers said about Michael Porter in particular. I think Michael Porter is built for this. Mm. And I think this is the one he's thing. that. Well, I think it's the one thing people don't know when they talk about Michael Porter. Because he's a pretty boy. Let's be honest. He's a pretty boy. He's, he's kind of got skinny legs. He's kind of skinny. And I think that people naturally will think it means boy. you're soft or this or that. or yeah. Right? And I think that he is actually made for adversity the way so many of the Nuggets are. And I think that it's because he wants to truly be great. And Goes he, up, gets tested tonight, he passed. He, he proved it tonight. Because one thing that we talked about heading into this game was the physicality for, from yep. this Clippers yep. team. They were bumping him on screens. They were blowing up when he was trying to make a screen. Like They, they made sure that they felt him every single time. And he doesn't curl up. He doesn't shy away from it. He demands the ball. He still takes his shots. He's still very, very active um, in the game. And also, DraftKings gave us a gimme. They said, hey, we're going to put his stuff down. We already know he, he's he's a bucket. He's going to hit his bucket. shots. We've been let, knowing let's he's give a it bucket. To him. So Eric tells us to take the threes. He goes and hits four threes on the night. But not only does he hit uh, four threes, Gets he's points. active on the boards. Oh, he's a bucket a waiting to happen. And, and and he overcame everything that they had. Really, yeah. had, really poured it right up to the line. Yeah, he, but this, is a, this is a Saturday night shot. I see. Oh, these, these are Rudo Do you shots? agree with me though about Michael Porter I being do. a guy that the I, overcoming adversity part is slept I, on? With I him. believe that Michael Porter Jr. is actually very mentally tough. Like I think that Michael Porter Jr. has been through a lot in his life. Like yes. he has been because you know he was built for this in that he is like divinely gifted and what he's able to do. But he's gone through like. 
injuries. He's gone through doubt, falling in the draft. And even when things aren't going well on the court, like you don't generally see him hanging his head. You don't generally see him you know, getting too high or too low. He has like that perfect temperament, yes. which I agree is very surprising. Like I absolutely expected him to be more of, you know, like that – you know mama mentality school where he's but like even just like wide receivers are always cocky right and he seems like he's a, a scorer are right. always cocky like they're he, always you would expect him to be a diva and he's not a diva exactly but i think that even when you go back and watch him in all these camps back his sophomore year his junior year he's an incredibly focused person and i think that it wasn't because of the injury it wasn't because of going to a team where he's had to really earn it that has made him into this i think he was that those things just solidified it like he was able to overcome those challenges two back surgeries two I back know. surgeries yeah. having to come to a team that didn't play him for like we all thought his Dude. first year they're like oh he's gonna is he gonna start on opening night and then he didn't even play till january he's, he's gone through all that and yeah. handled it and i'm telling you i th- i think he's and and he's tough yeah and just and also just the the management of him in the league just yep. in general like there are a lot of players that would just be frustrated and broken and they would sulk and they would like I, well, I honestly most yeah like i you know exact like look imagine, at marvin bagley right but now. imagine if michael malone gave the michael porter jr treatment to say i don't know boogie cousins right how, how would that have gone not, not well not well hey guys uh we're gonna have to run around to do another shot right away so we better hurry up yeah <laughs> All righty, well. I, there's nothing quite like when the, the winner's lounge becomes punitive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys want to talk about basketball, eh? <laughs> no, we appreciate all the super chat. We appreciate all, Yo, all we of our tonight, Nuggets, like tonight, man. It's all love. Nuggets Nation. It's all love. Nuggets Nation. Little, oh, man, uh, I spilled a little. I spilled a little. Clink, party clink. Uh, uh, guys. I guess we didn't have to do this to uh, To the Denver Gimbley. Nuggets, to the top human of all time, to the Colorado Avalanche, I say to you, Ghibli. Ah, I, <laughs> I actually tasted that one. Because I wanted to taste it. All right, Rudo, go. Oh, Rudo's gone. I'll Thank go give him refill. Chip. No, no, I need some time. Dude, he needs yeah, we need a little bit of, we need a little right. distance. Yeah, we're gonna, we need a fight. We're not going to talk for five minutes. Other uh, other Super Chat well, that came in while you guys were talking. Um, chills? MPJ the over Paul George. How hot of a take is that? Very hot. Too hot. But it's okay. Here's one thing I will say, though, about that. And I actually wanted to talk about this. Does this game, Dev, give you more confidence in Michael Porter's ability to handle a playoff series? Because unlike oh. last year, he's going to be the second name on the whiteboard, on the on on the game plan. Do you does this game give you more confidence that he can handle that? Absolutely, because he came in and did exactly what was expected of him. He did not shy like away from anything defensively. Um, he knocked down his shots. He was aggressive in, in getting it. And also, he showed something new. He showed the ability to read what was happening um, that the yeah. Clippers was giving him and also make extra passes. He has five assists tonight. That's right. And that, that was not by design. That was by the, the Clippers blitzing him and trying to give him different looks, and he gets the ball out of his hands and makes the smart read. So I, I feel very confident in Michael Porter Jr. going into a playoff series. The man has arrived. Like, he's arrived. It's, it's no longer a question. Like... He is in a position where the team desperately needs him, and he's stepping in without any issue at all. It's not he's not forcing it, he's not pressing, he's shooting it at like a disgustingly high clip. Um, he's playing defense, he's just blooming right before our very little eyes. And it is interesting. I mean, I don't know that this would have happened had Jamal Murray been here, and so it's like this. It's this very strange, awkward silver lining where Jamal Murray is the second best player on the Denver Nuggets. But, like, I don't know. Is is Jamal Murray the second best player on the Denver Nuggets? Michael Porter Jr.'s ceiling, for, to me, is just, like, rising and rising and rising. I, I don't know where it's at. Uh, I, we invited AJ. you on the show, man. AJ. I, I just have a question. Yeah. By the time Jamal Murray comes back, is he still the second best player? Yeah, man, AJ, AJ wonders, by the time that Jamal Murray comes back, is he still the second best player on the Nuggets? I don't know, dude. I have no idea. The dynamic of this team has changed entirely, but it's changed four times already this year. So I don't know if it just switches back or they're just seeing what they have in Michael Porter Jr. The the one thing that's I honestly I, like, I think it'll be Spurs like Tony Parker, yeah. Manu Ginobili. Some series, you know, sometimes one or the other. Even over Tim Duncan, it's like so Jamal true. Murray was better than Jokic in that Jazz series, at least you know more valuable or Jamal what, whatever. Jamal Curry like, and MP Clay, baby, let's I, go. I, so I think you could have it. 
But I don't know. I don't, I don't like those questions because that those are the questions that create yeah, man, almost we, fractures. What, what's with these goddamn questions? Why, why don't you give one Adam Lux? I will say. I will say this. It's the more stars you have, the more difficult it is to get the blending of, of all sure. of that. Because the truth is, Jokic will have to sacrifice, Porter will have to sacrifice, Murray will have to sacrifice. All of them will have to be a little less than their potential <laughs> in order for the team to be its potential. <laughs> I just... Is there like a, a Serbian like uh, Gatorade they could send us for winners? <laughs> There's got to be something new that Dude, we can yeah, try. I, you guys I, know it's Serbian it's Easter? It's Serbian Easter, yeah. Christos. Uh, it's oh. not Serrati. That's like uh, the other one. I don't know what the new one is. It's like a, there's a different one if for you're Easter. Looking, have to if look. you're looking me to, I was you looking along. at you. And I don't know why I was I was doing that. Yeah, there's everybody. But, but I feel like with the the Rocky shots, like everyone has a plan until they take the first Rocky shot. You really don't get punched. That is. Do you feel? I take it you feel a lot more confident in MPJ's ability to have a great playoff run. I tell me what I I don't have any doubts in MPJ. Like yeah. I'm not nervous. Like this coming into this, we were talking about like this to me was the first real measuring stick game to see like what this version of the Nuggets actually is. Like, can it compete with the top teams in the West? Can it compete compete with the top teams in the league? Because we were beating teams that didn't necessarily want to win. We were beating lesser teams like Memphis, and so you you know those feel good. But we didn't quite know what it would look like. And, like, if tonight is any indication, like, I, I mean, how you could be nervous about anybody, like, I, I, you know, to me that's a stretch. Yeah. Do you want to know why I'm so, like, confident about Michael Porter Jr. in the playoffs? That, that Rocky shot? Absolutely not. <laughs> it's the fact that he's not the top player or the best player. So they can't send, like, many double teams this it's way. so true. If you send a double team this way, that means that Jokic has single coverage and you already know what he's going to do to you. Like, he... Michael Porter Jr. gets to go into every game with the same idea of what he really wants to do right now. Score the basketball. That's all you have to do is go out there, play regular basketball, and go be a bucket. Yeah, just that's be, easy for him. Play regular, unbelievably, unbelievably elite, good elite basketball. basketball. That corner three was like, that's not regular basketball. That's super for him, basketball. That's, that's regular is, basketball. It is regular for him. It is regular. Um, Aaron Gordon tonight, we need to give him a shout out because I know he didn't hit a bet for you, Dev, and I know that was your lock of all time. Uh, just let that linger for a second. But I actually, and, and the other thing that's funny is he was a team worst minus 11. But I what actually think he deserves an enormous amount of credit tonight. And not just him, but Kawhi Leonard tonight goes 7 of 12 for 16 points. 7 of 12 tells me he made shots. The 12 is more loud than the 7. So he true. only took 12 shots. They needed points. I mean, to They be didn't fair, score tonight. To be fair to him, it was his first game back. Sometimes it takes a little bit to get back in that role. No doubt. Aaron Gordon... Um, did exactly what we asked of him, like in the pregame, like he so stepped true. up. AJ, please. Why, do we, why, do, why is everybody in such a hurry to constantly make excuses for Kawhi Leonard? Why is everybody <laughs> in a hurry to make excuses for Kawhi Leonard? AJ, join the chat, man. <laughs> come on, come get spicy with us. How Kale can hook up a mic, man? He's got his spice is too good. Um, Paul George tonight, five of twenty-one. Uh, so same thing. In fact, if you want to know my one big takeaway strategically from the, this game. The Nuggets were very aggressive, and maybe it's inevitable that when you're this aggressive uh, defensively, you're going to have some fouls. But when they didn't foul, Clippers couldn't score. And this was a good Clippers offense. And the Clippers kept getting bailed out of really ugly possessions by Denver just being a little too aggressive, a little too over-aggressive. And to me, that's an important thing. Aaron Gordon deserves credit for it, but so does Shaq Harrison, so does P.J. Dozier, so does Faku Kambazu. <laughs> But just sticking on Gordon, does he pass for you tonight? He absolutely let me down. Oh. But he let you pass. You want to know why he passes? It's not the fact that um, that he's like the lockdown defender, you know, as a primary defender. Putting him in the lineup allows the other team to know we can't just attack that person like the entire time. No. When, Ka when Kawhi Leonard had other guys on him from, you know, last year and, and times before that, it was like, let's give that guy the ball every time because we know that he doesn't have the size or we know he doesn't have the physicality. We know he doesn't have this. Aaron Gordon doesn't lack that. So you're like, okay, we now we have to play against the Nuggets in a different way. Now we know we can't just go into the post and have him shoot his shot every single time. You didn't see the Kawhi shots that you're typically seeing, and it's because he has a guy that can match up with him, like with height, 
with physicality, with just these other things. And that's what Aaron Gordon brings. He brings a, a challenge for the other team because he's an assignment that you have to prepare for. It's so true. Uh, chat, very excited to see AJ. Guys, if, don't, is, if you don't know, I know some people do, some people don't. AJ Hayfley, our Avs expert, but he's also our all-sports expert, yeah, to be he's honest. Our, he's our Avs Adam. So you have, you have some heat you want to spit. Well, I mean, I was just asking... Just I'm, asking. I'm, like, I'm just asking. <laughs> so I'm, I'm charging my laptop so I can start writing my abs post game stuff because yes, yes, they won and they're super dope. They are super dope. Um, but I, my my question my question was is why why is everybody so quick to make excuses for Kawhi Leonard and like a constant stream of mediocrity? Uh, like is it just so is it just because well he was the, well, he had he, the end like he had the finals MVP. Can I take this one? He was he was like. He was so good in San Antonio, and he was so good in Toronto. But since he decided, since that MVP, God damn he's it. like decided he's the guy, right? Yeah. And he went out and he like personally recruited a Robin to his Batman. Right. Oh, and so far, they both have been like bad Robins. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, why, they are, they are is, now one game behind Denver, so they've been okay. Like, like why is everybody so quick to anoint this guy and like, Make excuses when, yeah. like, he goes seven of twelve, and it's like, oh well, he traditionally comes back <laughs> slow. And, right. Like, why? Wait, do I just realize that's what I said? You these put are, the, <laughs> these why are, are you making excuses? I'm, I'm, I'm legitimately like, I'm just, I'm just curious. Can I say one thing? I want yeah, no, to, totally. I want to answer I'm asking. this. I'm, I'm genuinely, I'm genuinely. Well, just I'm, I'm actually going to take your side on this because one thing that I think got overlooked with Kawhi. And it's why I hope the Clippers fail spectacularly oh. once again. But here's why. San Antonio has an incredible culture. We just talked about the importance of the culture that Jokic and the Nuggets have built. San Antonio has been known for that for 20-plus years. You go to Toronto, incredible culture from the top yeah. down in that organization. Such incredible culture, culture. Such then you, culture Then you go to the Clippers. You force your way to the Clippers because... It, it's the well, LeBron did it. This is the new way. We just team up with our stars. The other stuff doesn't matter. The you know all of the, nothing. None of the stuff matter. All that matters is we got our good players. We can't be beat. And the thing that they were missing last year was the culture. And this year, I don't know. TBD. TBD. If well, they, they if they've they, improved the culture, well, they probably improved the culture. They added Boogie Cousins and Rajon Rondo, <laughs> so that's probably gonna elevate the. But I do think that they had to have learned some lessons from last year and how it went because that was a very dysfunctional locker room. But I think that. This is the thing. Like Kawhi Leonard's great, and it's possible that a thing clicks with Kawhi Leonard, and he ends up having a second sort of prime and run or whatever. But this is why I'm so bothered by Brooklyn. I'm so bothered by the way we talk about basketball. You know, the national media talks about it is we've completely discounted the part of team sports that are actually the most compelling, and that is the personal sacrifice for each other, the the teamwork, the camaraderie, and all those things. Like it doesn't matter. Harden. Kyrie, Katie, we don't even have to play together all regular season. We'll just meet up in the playoffs and we'll do it because culture doesn't. No, I. That's why I hope it fails. Yeah. And so my my question kind of piggybacks off of this because it's like, since Kawhi decided to be the man, there is no playing for each other. There right. is nope. no. It's it's all mercenary basketball. It's all like. Yep. Like I'm trying to I'm trying to prove that I'm a like I'm the best of this generation or whatever right. and. And but like, but you know, another in, in the NBA, like the goat conversation changes based oh, on so what much, happens yeah. in the postseason every single round. Right, you know, right, like, right, oh, totally. this, this happens or that happens, and now you have to move this guy <laughs> up on the list because he beat this guy in this round. And like, what is what what is Kawhi trying to prove to everybody right now that he hasn't already proven in his career? I saw this is though. It that he's like the man. I and saw then this. Everybody leaps to his defense to be like, oh. Here's this guy is being super mediocre. Well, like, the heat will come he, for him this year if they don't like, win. Like, oh, they they don't win it. Like, is he actually gonna come under fire once in his career? He will. He will. If it doesn't, if like, this that year, dude, that dude like wind his way, like fake injuried his way out of San yeah, Antonio, really which did. is like the ultimate basketball yeah. culture, and got away with it because he won a Finals MVP in Toronto. I saw somebody the other day said, "Who would you rather lead a team?" Uh, Luka Doncic or Anthony Davis. And I thought, like, <laughs> Anthony Davis did lead a team. It didn't in, go well. Into and the it's side not of mountain, because yeah. he's a great player. It's because he didn't, in my opinion, he doesn't did not accept traits. the responsibility of, hey, no. you're responsible for the culture. You're responsible for all of it. And Luka, by the way, probably has some hard lessons to learn there, too. Like, I mean, this all young players have to learn it. But I think that's part of what you're getting at here is you're responsible for when 
your others don't perform well. Just yep. like Jokic is responsible when all the others do, no matter who those others are. And I want to keep it moving here. We've got Compazzo also to talk about. Tonight he had 10 points. They were all huge. Big. I'm telling you, if there is one thing, like Faku, what is he most known for? At first we thought it was passing. Then we <laughs> thought maybe it was defense. I actually think there's one thing he's known for above all of that. Being clutch, dude. Being, being clutch. And I, he's he got his this? flaws. There's things that make me nervous about him. But you know what? If you have to go to the foxhole, I the, hope he's the in the foxhole. Oh, he, <laughs> <laughs> <I hope> yes. <laughs> sounds weird, oh, though, when you yes. say it that no, way. It sounds no, like it something doesn't. completely else. <laughs> if you have there. to go to the foxhole, man, I want Faku in there. <laughs> I'm definitely going to the foxhole. I need to be there. This guy is a young vet. He really is. Like He's been here before. He understands that no moment is too big. And he's different from everyone else because he doesn't care who the other guy is. He, you know, he doesn't. He's just in there to, like, make the moment happen. Is that uh, Rakia? <laughs> yeah. Are we that yes, far behind on Super Chats? Like, yeah, oh, that's Rakia. Gotta go, fellas. Faku comes in, he has 10, shot, uh, 10 big points. Every single one of them changed Free the throws outcome of the game. Everyone. Um, did you have any doubt about that three-pointer? No. On no, an honest dude. question, did you have any doubt? I did not. No. Well, the, I mean, first off. On the, any other three-pointer, I had a the, lot of doubt. The, that one I had the, none. The pass was perfect. Yeah, it was. There was no one around him for, uh, he probably uses the metric system, so for meters and meters. Yeah. <laughs> Several and, meters. Yeah, so, so when he yeah, when he went up for it, I was like, of course. But earlier in the game, I would have been like, no chance. That's what I'm saying. In that moment, like. There's few players I wanted to have the ball more than him at that, and I just love it. I don't know, you know, we'll see how long it continues like this. I think forever. I just think he's close. Do you buy this as, you know, do you buy the idea of some players just have have it? No. All right. I'm, 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 I am anti-clutch. <laughs> you know what's funny is I am too because I understand the statistical argument for it. I've read sure. the papers. I've been to Sloan. Yeah. I've done all this stuff, but at the same time, like, there are guys that just seem to always deliver. Jokic is one of them. Yeah, and Faku, like frankly, I think like those guys, those guys thrive all the time, though. Like, sure like you look at you, you we we make we we artificially make those moments bigger. It's possible. Like we we assign the designation of a clutch moment. Here's sure. we give that that meaning, but that that moment doesn't have extra meaning inherently. No, we no. decide it has meaning. But when they perform, when the game's then, on the line. Like, but when they perform well right. in that in that time that we have designated. Here, here's what here's my <laughs> argument though. I think that That's a person This is I think a person's confidence can come from a lot of different places, but when it comes from a good place, a place of sacrifice and hard work and all of these different things, there's a, it, it's it's more difficult to shake. And what, this is why everybody talking about it. I'm not trying to rag on the guy cuz I think he gets an unfair amount of criticism. But when Paul George is shooting 50% in the regular oh, season, everyone's so talking sweet. about this. I'm like, does his confidence come from the right place? Because it will be tested in a playoffs, whether it's against Denver or somebody else. It will get tested. And with, if that confidence Clank. is superficial in any way, it's going to be exposed. And I don't think Fakus is. Like, I think he's put in the work. I think he's I think he done was, everything that he can to be there. I mean, like, one thing that you can point to is that he was the player of the decade. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're, if you're Faku, what do, you, what, do, what do you have to not be confident about? Yeah. Everything that you've done in your life has built you to this moment. Well, for Faku specifically, you're a 30-year-old rookie. You have nothing to lose. All you have to do is go in, continue to be whom you have been comfortable being over the last decade of your life. It's yeah. it, it's There's true. No identity crisis. Well, he he's he's come to that he though. Is. He's come to that though. Like early in the season, he was like questioning whether or not he belonged. People were questioning whether or not he belonged in the NBA, and he's got to the point where he's like, all right. I'm fucking Faku, dad. It's like, <laughs> you I'm think that's where he's at? Absolutely. He definitely gets better he's every single with game. He's playing with swag. Pretty All right, cool. are we going to drink again? I, like, I enjoy rooting for Faku, guys. Whatever, whatever the outcome is, it's like sometimes you just want to enjoy the guys that you are forced to cheer for because they're on your team. You want yeah, to sure. like those guys, and I like him. All right, guys. Here's the. Are you want to get on this, or are you no, definitively kidding. not wanting to get on it? You guys it? have any idea how much uh, I've had to drink? Today? Yeah, we do. We do. I'm trying to uh, come down so I can drive home. Here, yeah, yeah right. Here smart. is for getting down deep in the foxhole. Let's go, Givoli. <laughs> wow, Givoli. We need whatever it is. We need to learn what it is oh, in Argentina. God. What do they say? Salud, maybe. <laughs> Salud. <coughs> uh, I mean, honking like a goose. Um, <coughs> the other guy that I think deserves a mention. Then we'll go to break and. Talk a few more big big picture things to close out. Dad. (laughs) Once again, Dad comes through. 15 minutes, he gets 10 points. He's a plus nine. He goes five of 10 from the field, including some big-time buckets. Again, the defense, you know, tonight was an intense game. He still got buckets. I feel like 
dad, more than anybody else, might have paced this regular season perfectly. Totally. And like he is in the best shape he's been in all season. Dude. He's the healthiest he's been all Such season, a knock dad on wood. Thing to do. So dad. Such a dad thing to do. You know what dad does? He's like, you get on the road trip, people are like, hey, let's stop, let's stop. He's like, no. Trying to make good time here. Yeah, he'd, he'd make good time. That is such a dad thing. And then at Let's the stick end, the landing here. Can you, can you stick yeah. the landing and here? And then at the end, we're like, oh, my God, Dad was right. We're here two hours earlier than we thought of. He's coming in clutch at the end. Dad, we knew you could do it. Um, it's a beautiful thing to see. So my it's throat's on fire. It's thing about veteran players, though, right? Like, yes. they know the mileage. Especially guys, especially guys who have played into postseasons. They understand how to get the best out of themselves. It's so true. And they know, like... Okay, like uh, I'm gonna be honest. I'm 33 years old, and I'm not gonna be able to if I if I empty the tank in the first two months of the season, everybody's gonna love me. But when I'm spent come postseason, they will not love me. <laughs> I I did not earn my paycheck, it's and so, so him like him playing it cool. It's also an easy thing to like assign veterans. You know, like a guy just doesn't play very well early yeah. on and then plays better and it's like, oh, he was just saving it. <laughs> just resting. He's just, he just yeah. working himself in the shit. Okay. But I think it's true, though, with Paul. Like, he. I think there's some level to it. For sure. But if a guy could just switch it on and off like that, like, there would be big moments in games early in the season where you would never worry about it. Well, it's like LeBron James does. I mean, Paul Millsap. And LeBron James are exactly the same. <laughs> I think everybody knows that. <laughs> well, this is where you have Fair to enough. give uh, Malone credit and also just like front front office because they they bring in Uncle Paul and they like say like you're not playing every single night, but when you do play, give it your all because you get time off. Like we 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 invested in you early, we brought you back, and and Uncle Paul could have went anywhere else. He, he really could have been anywhere else, but he was like, you know what? I like what's going on over there. I like the situation that I'm in. And also, I know that there's going to be moments that they're really going to need me and I'm going to step up. Tonight is a night that he steps up. And they really did need him as far as his physicality, his just understanding where to be. He's been in so many like big games. And I know AJ doesn't like the, 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 the term clutch, but... I think it's the concept, not the term. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, the concept of clutch. You can call it whatever you want. Yeah, the concept of it. But when, you, when you're when you labeled as that and then you prove it time and time again, that's when it starts to pick up. That's when it becomes big. And Paul Millsap is clutch in his own ways because he understands that when there's a big moment, when there's a big game, I'm going to step up and I'm going to, like, rise to the occasion. Him stepping up to Marcus Morris last year was one of the biggest moments, and that could be considered a clutch, a certain type of clutch. Like it was a, the team Don't needed down, yeah. a needed a we are not backing down moment, and he provided it. And I and I think that that's sort of what you're hitting on with Paul Millsap. He knows the pulse of the team and where he fits into it. Now this, you know, now where he is, I wouldn't be surprised if he if Dad signs again next year. Like you see a team like this, and you're just like, why would you quit? If you have in the tank, why would you go to Golden State or Miami if if you have a, a role on this team? Um, we're going to take our last break, but you don't want to go anywhere because in the final segment, I'm going to tease it right now. Oh, boy. There's an apology tour that has to happen. All right. And I'll it starts ready. with me. What? It, it includes you. Oh, it includes I thought you it was, as well. I thought we were going to talk about behavior. And that is that this second unit of three oh, guards and two boy. power forwards and no center. Heavens to Betsy. It's actually turned out to be one of the best parts about this team. And who the hell would have saw that coming? Only Michael Malone and literally no one else on earth. <laughs> and that's why he's the GOAT. But we're going to first, guys, we're going to tell that's you about fucks DraftKings Sportsbook America's top-rated sportsbook app. You guys know all about it. You download it right now. You use promo code DNVR. They've got so many good deals. We're in between deals right now, but they've already got deals. So you can hop on there now. They'll do a deposit match. They give you all kinds of crazy, like your first bet is a guaranteed winner no matter what. Almost guaranteed. I shouldn't say guaranteed. Almost a guaranteed winner. You're going to want to do that. Uh, it's also safe, secure, and reliable. It's easy to deposit and withdraw your funds. Just so you know, you have you just won $1,000 on Jokic's MVP. Guess what? You can pull it out right then and there. That's how it is. It's not like one of these offshore places yeah, where, where like it's like three weeks and they send, send it to send you. Send a picture of your driver's license. Yeah, and all this stuff. No, it's it's safe, secure, and reliable, and it makes it a lot of fun. I'm telling you, our bets, man, if there's a game where you're not really that interested, you put a little money on it, you have so much fun. So download the top-rated sportsbook app right now. Use promo code DNVR when you sign up. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And that takes us to... The pick of the week. Oh, sm holy smokes. And it's actually going into next week, and here it is. I didn't even have to look. I'm giving it this time. Oh, boy. Do you want to know what it is? Is it? What is it? It's not Aaron Gordon, Take is it? the under on Nuggets Lakers, and here's why. 
Sports books and the betting public have not yet figured this out. The Nuggets are a defensive team. I'll say it again. The Nuggets are a defensive team. <laughs> Everybody right now thinks that, oh, it's just going to be a shootout at the OK Corral with these Nuggets who put Jokic in the pick and roll. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's on skate. They think Jokic is as bad as Rudy Gobert out on the perimeter. Can you guys believe that? They it's think disgusting. he's as bad as Rudy Gobert is. You saw, did you see Rudy Gobert's Heisman <laughs> the other day? Take the under. I'm telling you right now, it's an absolute lock. Stone cold lock. Do you guys want to know also what I had for dinner tonight? What's that? You know, because you had the same thing. Beef we had off. a Wagyu burger from Hassel oh. Cattle Company. We had served here at the it. bar. We did. I, we've been telling you it's here at the bar. It finally actually is here at the bar. The Wagyu, Hassel Cattle Company provided Wagyu beef burger. I had it. I had it tonight. It was fantastic. I thought the burger was perfect. It was even made more perfect. Also, you guys want to know a funny story? Yes. Eric, on his way to the bar, was yeah. it yesterday? Yeah. Carrying $300 worth of meat. No, that's not true. I was carrying $500. $500 worth of meat on a scooter uh -huh. from his house. That's right. He scootered all the way here it's with disgusting. one leg on it, like uh -huh. Washington crossing the Delaware. Yeah. He rode his Triumphant. entire scooter the entire way That's with right. meat in a package under his That's under right. His I, I, I went through Cheeseman Park. A lot of people were out there uh, enjoying the sun, being healthy, and I was scootering through with $500 worth of meat. On so if you guys think we're only like selling this and we don't actually eat it, not only did I eat it for dinner tonight, did he eat it for dinner, but he also scootered his Dude, way to work the other day. I'm telling you, those ribeyes are the best thing in my life. <laughs> uh, after, yeah. uh, I don't know, Gab Gabby and I, are. we talk, but we're not like... It's not like me and Hassel. Me and Hassel have something special. So check them out. Hassel Cattle Company, H-A-S-S-E-L, cattlecompany.com. Use promo code DNVR10. Get 10% off. And then last, want to tell you about Illegal Pete's. Save the best for last, many people will say. It's, it's the best Mexican grill here in Colorado. Colorado's own. So you go there, you get the bur burrito, the bowl, the tacos. Fantastic. And what they do different than everybody else. Not the stir. They do do that. But you don't have to go. Not everybody likes the stir. I don't Everyone like it. Everyone loves the stir. What they also have, though, Colorado green chili. Holy I was talking to some family, by the way, my Mexican family in Texas. No green chili to be had. That's you believe this? No, that's Look, I it's grew up in Mexican. Texas. That's not a green chili. Green chili is not a it's thing. It's not a thing there. Green chili know. is New Mexico and Colorado and no Colorado. Else. They went Man, down there so thinking good. they went to get some Mexican food and they were like, "Where's the green chili? There's no green chili." But you know what? Illegal Pizza is Colorado, Texan, not Texan, Texas. Like, what are you talking? About? <laughs> yeah, Illegal Pizza is so Colorado, and they've got the green chili. So check them out. You the guys stir, know. Stir though, dude. Illegal it's all about the stir. Illegal Pete's, dare I say, as Colorado as DNVR. Holy smokes. All right, final segment here, guys. That, that ad read took 20 minutes. I apologize. Um, <laughs> it's apology time. <laughs> wow. Because I'm going to be – here's what I want to ask. Two weeks ago, maybe two and a half weeks ago, that Millsap, Jermichael Green duo, and then you pair it with, like – well, back in the back in the day, it was actually yeah. Do you have any even serious better players? You can queue up for a while we, when we deliver these apologies. I did. I did at one point had a uh, a, a song that was perfect for these exact moments. Like <laughs> I, I want to apologize it. to I want to dance with somebody by Whitney Houston. <laughs> <laughs> but lo and behold, here we are, just a few weeks later, and this lineup kicks ass. <laughs> I love this lineup. So this good. lineup is this lineup is like half drunk. Meet me in the alleyway. <laughs> I'm going to fist fight you over broken bottles of glass. That's what this, this lineup, lineup is. Me. What's that? <laughs> I'm this, lineup, this lineup is me. <laughs> Let's go. This lineup is so mean. The, the reason for it is because we've been watching the Nuggets for years now. We don't understand it. So how do you think the opposing team is going to understand <laughs> it? All it just doesn't make sense <laughs> while making the most sense. <sighs> this lineup is like nobody wants to go against it because they're like, dude, all of these dudes play like Faku level intensity. They're just, they're switchable. Shaq Harrison, by the way, like Shaq Harrison is a nugget. Somebody asked me the other day after they saw Austin Rivers' interview, they said, does he have some Mr. Nugget potential in him? And I'm sitting here thinking, kind of does. Dude, we're in full. We're back into Mr. Nuggets. We got man. so many Mr. Nuggets. We have so nuggets. many Mr. Nuggets, dude. Like when you go through like and look at that lineup, we'll just start with Shaq Harrison since we're talking about him. He has every stat but a bucket, <laughs> and we think he plays well. True? He has zero points. You're right. Yeah, two rebounds, one assist, one steal, Still, one block. He did everything but score, plus and it was a plus 12. <laughs> like, they don't have to score. That unit does not score. You talked about the, the lines not understanding that Denver is a, a defensive team. That second unit is a defensive team. They changed the outcome of the game, so the confusing. outlook. 
And also, like, you have Jokic that you have to prepare for in the first unit. In the second unit, we don't know who we have to prepare for. It is so for. different. It is like and it is hard to get two game plans. One that's is. like the starters. And then the bench comes in completely different. Throw out the game plan. Now and then on top of that, minutes. they'll throw in Michael Porter Jr. and get him going in that unit. So now you're like, like okay, we're trying to focus on him. But there's these other guys. We don't know what to do with them. Maybe we should double team? I don't know. And nobody scores, but that means that you're not scoring. And and it's given Jokic time on the bench and that other second unit. I mean, the, the starters, time on the bench, and then they come in and they just destroy you in the third quarter. All right, this is going to be a little tough. I'm a, I'm a prideful person. You are prideful, very prideful. When I say things, I want them to mean something. Okay. What? Paul Millsap, Jermichael Green, I'm sorry. <laughs> I doubted you. I thought the two of you on the court at the same time was a – Colossal mistake. I'll throw Michael Malone into this. I was apology. gonna say, I think the apology needs to be directed towards one I Michael Malone. Came out with much fury, mm. furious anger. Well, yeah, about that second furious unit, about that, anger. about that pairing. Where's Javale McGee? I would say. You heard me say. Yeah, I did. It. You said those exact words. Look at the egg on my face, guys. That's so it's much. Egg. You know who else I? It's an ostrich egg on your. You know who face. else I owe an apology Come to? Austin Rivers. Oh, Austin Rivers. I said with no uncertain language. But I didn't like him. Oh, I, multiple times. I, I, I think I said he sucked. I think I said that. I don't that, think he uh, said that. No, he, he said that. Said he he almost said, he wow, probably said the word hate. And then you know what happened? I watched the interview where he was the most charming human being I've ever encountered <laughs> in my entire life. And he said I, nice things about you and your team. And then I had to look inward, and I found that the problem was me. It's it you. really was you. It's you. I've been saying this the whole time. Oh, no. What up, Mike? What up, Mike Wilson? Do not put Smug Life back in there. Yeah, it's not. not, (laughs) Smug Life's gone. We're never bringing it back. Smug Life, we buried it. I can't do Smug Life again. It's like Chernobyl. We built a concrete dome over it. To be honest, it's gone. To be honest, yes. But, I I mean, I can't publicly (laughs) say that Smug Life is gone. Well, I want to say, speaking of Austin Rivers tonight, so Shaq Harrison had the best line. Zero points, two, one, 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 plus 12. Austin Rivers had the second best line. One of seven tonight. Did not make shots. <laughs> he did make one that was actually really big. Whoa. A big three. But guess what? Plus 22. Plus 22. Who knew Austin Rivers was going to come here to be a glue guy slash defensive ace? A glue man. A defense. A glue man. Some of us called him a bucket. <laughs> he's definitely he's not has, a bucket. He has he's not been a bucket. What if he becomes a bucket? Which is what we thought listen, Some of us called him a bucket, bucket. and he has proven that he's not a bucket. <laughs> He's a lockdown <laughs> defender. He's a lockdown he's defender. He's a difference maker, a game changer out there. And that's what he's been doing. The one thing that he's known for, he has not done. <laughs> and he has still been great. He was a plus 22 tonight. AJ is definitely feeling a plus his shots. Really. You can be excused if you want. You, you don't have to be stuck here on the couch. <laughs> Comfortable couch. <laughs> well, we're wrapping up here anyway because here I, I, I kind of want to just close with this. Like, I'm just so... It's weird to say proud of the team, but I am proud of them. I, like, I just, I just enjoy. No, we're allowed to be proud of this team. I'm just inspired by my. I keep using the word inspired, but it really is true. Like everything, so many things have gone wrong for them lately. So many people have counted them out when they were fully healthy. Now that they're not, and they just keep doing this in the best way possible as a team, as a cohesive unit, and with such joy and pride and all these different things. And I just look at them and I'm like, you know what? Let's go. Let's go out in the alley. Let's fist fight. You know, it's like it's like this team's going out in the alley. I'm going out in the alley. I got your back too. I'm ready. Let's do this brawl. The Lakers come in on Monday. Let's do it. Me too. I'm definitely not going in the alley, but I will watch from the window. All right. Well, we all have our part to play. (laughs) So soft. I am soft. That's my role here at DVR. I would have never guessed that, man. Would have never guessed that, uh, guys. We had a we had a banger crowd in the in the uh, on the YouTube chat today. I think one of our biggest that we've ever had, um, maybe since the playoffs last year, and it w- it was awesome. I can't wait to go back and read all of the comments that are coming through here. Big shouts to AJ, you guys. Abs are great chance to win the Stanley Cup. I don't want to jinx it. They have a they're a, they're really good. They're dope they're really freaking they're good. Really they're good. very they're very fun to watch. Well, I did hear it. I did hear it. Yeah, you guys were not afraid of jinxing anything. You guys are feeling it. I don't, this, the freedom of not believing in jinxes is I can say whatever the hell I want. <laughs> I, don't, I don't worry about it because guess what? I don't play in the game. It's so true, yeah. So yeah. when something happens or doesn't happen that I say may or may not happen, I am not responsible. Well, for all I outcomes. know is that we created the smuggets for like three days and the basketball got smited us harder than I, we've ever been smited. So I don't believe in them either, but I kind of also do. Dude, smuggets was a great place to live it was it was worth it It was such a great three or four days um but guys this team is fun you guys are awesome we really appreciate it and i can't wait lakers in town always special or i guess nuggets in town for the lakers always special 
Nuggets Lakers. Even more special when Denver can continue their spiral. Like if Denver gets them, that Kings game, the Lakers just lost to the Kings. That was tough. Oh. Denver knocks them down. They might be staring I'm at saying, the seven seed. I'm saying if the Nuggets can easily beat the Lakers, they should just start tanking so that we get the Lakers. <laughs> like, well, why are we avoiding this team that everybody beats? That would be hilarious. The Lakers are like, what is happening here? Like, we want you guys. I, ha I also have one important thing I want to make sure it gets in on this. I want to wish the happiest of birthdays to mm -hmm. one Harrison, Harrison Wynn. We mentioned it in the pregame. It hasn't come up in the main show. What a homie. What a homie here. So yeah, such a homie he left us on his birthday. But Thanks, that's neither Harrison. here nor there. He had bigger fish to fry. Can I can I just mention what a strange dichotomy in cultures it is that we're sitting here talking about teams like tanking for position and like, oh, I don't want to play this team or that yeah. team. And I just had like an hour ago, like an epic meltdown in which I screamed <laughs> about how I wasn't afraid of the abs playing anybody. And I felt that like, way. And it's just like the just the cultures are different because in the NBA, it's very much an accepted conversation. Like, you avoid this team, you avoid that team. You don't like there are stylistic nightmares that are true disasters in the NBA, and it just isn't really nearly as true for the NHL side of things. Like, there are bad matchups, but ultimately, like if you're if if you're good enough, you're good enough, and that's 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 what the seven games are for. But in the NBA, it's such a normalized thing to just be like. We don't want those guys. Well, I'll tell you and what. It's a weird thing to me to admit to that. Like, you must you must be part loud. Serbian because the Serbians uh, have also really been talking AJ's to me a lot lately. He's, he's definitely weird, part Serbian. It's weird you ducked the Rakia with this. Yeah, it's rich true. Well, maybe he's not Serbian. Just, it's just been too much for me to drink. <laughs> I go I go ham like this like once a year, <laughs> knowing oh, that, that I would very much like to drive. You in know two what we hours. need it's, right now? Some ham. <laughs> guys, everybody that rode with us to the very end, we love you guys. We really appreciate it. And I'm going to miss you tomorrow because we're not doing anything tomorrow. But we will be back Monday. Nuggets, Lakers, bring it on. Come to the bar. Hang out. Get crazy. It's Let's a Monday night. Monday night. Let's get crazy. We'll see you all then, everybody.